Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. Today's guest will be Emily Peachy. Emily is from Virginia in the US. Uh, she's a Hollywood actress. She's been in in movies such as Fishbowl, The Fault in the Stars, Abduction, uh, Step Up, He's Just Not That Into You. And uh, more recently, the premiere of Paradise Lost, which will be tonight. Uh, So I hope everybody gets a chance uh, to see uh, Emily in her role as Lisa Sampson. But before we go, please go to our Facebook page. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and all the social medias. Just search for Tell Craig Your Story. We've got a Linktree link, and we're on Apple iTunes, we're on Spotify, Google Podcast, to name a few. All right, so here we go. Here is my chat with Emily Peachy on Tell Craig Your Story Podcast. Hi, Emily. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. Thank you very much for your time. At what time is it now in LA? Roughly five, six o'clock? Yeah. Roughly six, six o'clock? A little after five. A little after five, okay, excellent. Okay, so it's very good timing. So firstly, Emily, before we sort of start going into your career, I just want to ask about the coronavirus and uh, what's happening in America. Are you staying safe? Yes, you know, I haven't really been... You know, I've been, we've been social distancing here for a couple weeks now. Um, it's kind of become the new norm, which is a little crazy. But, um, yeah, we're all kind of staying inside. It's definitely different seeing um, – I was actually running the other day, and uh, Sunset Boulevard was completely empty. And that's something that oh, you would wow. never normally <laughs> see, not a car in sight. So it's definitely weird seeing, like, you know – major major streets empty but um yeah everyone's staying safe and hopefully continue to do so so um yeah we can all get this get this moving forward and is it getting better over there or is can you see any difference at the moment you know i think california has done a great job handling it and i think um probably by the end of this week we'll, we'll see for sure um you know if it's improving but it seems to be i don't know if i'm just being overly optimistic but yeah. i, I yeah, it's just it's just funny. I'm seeing things all over the world. How toilet paper is a priority over <laughs> all these other yeah, toilet paper. Like none yeah. of our grocery stores ever have toilet paper. I was actually looking for paper towels the other day, right. and I didn't find any. And somebody was like, "You should try the gas station." And I went to the gas station, and some girl there was nothing there. And some girl came up to me and like just like whispered, and she was like, "Try the dollar store." I'm like, "It's so crazy." <laughs> Like, we have to do this over, like, toilet paper, like, giving people <laughs> a big secret. It was definitely fine. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy how, how that's the priority over medicine and all different, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's definitely nuts. Yeah. Okay, Emily, Hollywood actor, you've done journalism, you've been part of ads, TV series, uh, movies. Let's start off with uh, your current one. You, you've currently uh, finished uh, Paradise Lost. Is, is that correct? Yes, we have finished filming, and it comes out on April 13th on Paramount Network. Right. So does that come out also um, in Australia as well? I'm sure um, we'd get, get a feed there, right? About like the international market. I'm actually not sure on that, but... Um, I, I know that it, it is coming out in five days, and I am so excited about it. I cannot wait. And how, how did you get involved with Paradise Lost? I mean, it's been going for, for such a, a, you know, a long time now. How, how did you get involved in that? So I auditioned for it last year for, I think, a, a one-episode uh, guest star, and it actually turned into a recurring role, which yes. I'm grateful for. So, um yeah, when I was going into it, I didn't know that the role was going to be quite as big as it was. But so grateful that I that I'm part of it and that the role developed into what it did. And I think it's going to be a really special show. That's great. That's excellent. Do they have plans to uh, do uh, like another series next year? And have they had any sort of talks of doing that next year with you? I, I don't know. You know, with the whole like coronavirus thing, everything's been kind of put on hold. Gotcha. So, 
it's definitely funky in the entertainment industry right now just because everything did come to a screeching halt. I, um, I actually booked another series right before that I'm supposed to be filming this week um, that, you know, just got completely put on hold. So I don't really know if there's, like, any plans for season two yet just because, um, you know, Hollywood's kind of kind of shut down right now. Has Hollywood had something like this ever before, but Like, like this just totally shut everything down? Can you I've think of seen anything like this. This is crazy. It's yeah. completely, I've never seen an entire industry and actually, you know, many industries obviously shut down, but I've never seen entertainment, so many different aspects of it, um, closed. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And, and uh, what are you doing now uh, to, to still keep busy? Um, are you rehearsing lines? Are, are, you know, what are you doing to keep busy in this sort of period? Like, have you got online things that you, you can do? Yeah, so I've done a couple, you know, online, like Skype and Zoom auditions, which is, um, you know, kind of different, but getting used to now. Um, I've been doing a little bit of promotion for Paradise Lost. Yes. Uh, as well as like learning my lines for the show that I was cast in just before the whole Corona thing hit. So, um, you know, doing that and other than that, you know, doing a lot of puzzles, a lot of board games, cooking <laughs> a lot, you know, kind of what yes. everybody doing, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a different time. And Everybody's how is, and how, how is your cooking by the way? I, well, I love to cook. So, yes. um, it's just kind of something that's fun for me to do. And I love, love, love to bake. I always have. So um, I, I'm really enjoying that aspect. Not really good that the gyms are closed, but that's a <laughs> And I also saw on, on like, you're doing uh, another thing online. It's called Cameo. Um, so tell us, tell us a little bit about that. I'm sure that's something that you could do um, outside of, you know, while the coronavirus is happening. Yeah, I mean, that's actually kind of cool, um, you know, that we have things like that, these like online outlets. So Cameo is so cool. They approached me last year about um, coming on board with that. But basically um, fans can like pay to get a personalized shout out from any of their favorite stars. And the prices range from like, you know, 50 cents to several hundred dollars or I think even thousands for some celebrities. Scroll through and pick like any of your favorite celebrities and it's you know, any, any category, they have like pro-athletes, they have comedians, they have actors, they've got everything. Um, and you can um, like shoot them a message and say, hey, can you give me a shout out? It's my birthday, um, you know, whatever. And, um, and they'll do it. It's pretty cool. Do you have any stories about any experiences having a shout out from you? Um, you know, sometimes I get really funky things and I have to like look it up to make sure that it's not anything. <laughs> weird because sometimes people will be like say this and i'm like uh i don't know what that means yeah. um, but okay so uh, i so, definitely have to do my research to make sure i'm not getting myself into trouble there but uh, nothing uh sorry. Too crazy sorry, yeah. sorry uh let's get um into your sort of, sort of acting uh career so so tell me at what age did you sort of realize that you know this is the sort of career that you wanted wanted to do um, when I was in high school, I really wanted to be an actress, and I was involved in theater, and I had, you know, a local agent. I grew up in D.C. or right outside of D.C. in Virginia, and um, it was always a hobby of mine that I loved, and I, um, you know, did a couple, like, little things in high school, like one episode of a TV show and plays and things, and then when I went to college, uh, my parents really wanted me to major in something a little bit more practical, which I totally agreed with. Um, so I majored in broadcast journalism and, mm. and, um, I went to school, uh, in Pittsburgh at Duquesne university. And I, I did a couple acting things. I was in a movie called abduction, um, when I was in college and did a couple things here and there, but nothing, it wasn't my focus when I was in college. And I actually, when I graduated, I, decided to go to law school and I started at mm-hmm. University of Pittsburgh and on my first day of law school I got the fault in our stars and I dropped out on my lunch break and never went back wow wow you were all focused ready to go to to do law is that the career that you wanted to do or is that something that you want to do in the future or is that just off the cards now um, you know I've always had an interest in it so I may do it in the future, 
but um, you know, my reasoning behind it was that I can always go back to law school and these opportunities to be in films and um, movie or television shows and things like that don't come around every day. Yes. So kind of had to, to jump on that while, while the iron was hot. So um, yeah, I, it might be maybe in my future, but right now I'm having fun just riding the acting wave. Yes. Yes. And, and you said before that abduction, uh, was that the first uh, feature movie that you were in? was and I was like a diehard Twilight fan right and this was in like the height of the Twilight fame and my scene was opposite Taylor Lautner um, right. Jacob in in Twilight and it was wild to this day that was the craziest set I've ever been on because people were just trying to get to him so badly um that girls were just like lining the streets literally just trying to get a glimpse at him it was the craziest thing I'd ever seen and did you have like a, a fangirl sort of moment with him? Oh, I had the biggest fangirl moment. I didn't even know. I, I, that, first of all, it was like my first movie where I had lines that was like a studio film. So I was already like a nervous wreck because of that. And, um, and then it was against Taylor Lautner. And as I got there, they were like, oh, he's going to have his shirt off. Is that okay? I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's totally fine. But like, I might faint just letting you know. Um, <laughs> it was the coolest thing ever it was and he was such a great guy and like was so nice to me even though i had no clue what i was doing and just a really nice person that's great that's good it's great to hear see you like you you know you got pictures on the wall i'm assuming and you know all of a sudden you get to meet this this guy that you see on the, t- on the tv it was so surreal because i remember like dragging my friends to go see twilight not really dragging yeah. we were all like in costume um yeah. you know going see twilight at midnight when we were in high school and then i was like doing a scene with him it was very surreal <laughs> and an, another another uh fangirl moment that i saw and uh correct me if i'm wrong but you got the opportunity to uh, meet one of the guys from nsync is that correct oh my gosh lance yeah lance yeah Bass. yes um i actually i think i may have scared him half to death um, <laughs> how I did you, how did that hat come about so I actually saw him. I'm like an expert celebrity spotter. I don't know <laughs> why, but like I can spot them like a mile away. And I like, it could be, you know, a huge star or I could be like, he was guy in an episode of something a million years ago. Like I, I, I can spot them all. And um, my friend and I were coming out of a restaurant and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Lance Bass. And, you know, I grew up with NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and I was a diehard fan. And Lance was always my favorite. And right. I just, you know, I went straight back to, to teenage girl, um, you know, or actually like sixth grade. Um, and <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I have to get a picture. I literally beelined it for him. I probably scared him half to death because I was acting like a crazy person. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely had a huge fangirl moment with him. And he was such a nice guy and like was great about taking a picture on the street, like as he was leaving dinner. And <laughs> he was great. Yeah, right. Speaking of music, did you go into any sort of music? Did you play any sort of instruments um, in your, your college day or, or growing up? Horrible at absolutely every instrument ever. I, I don't know how you get this bad at every instrument, but I'm terrible at literally everything. And singing? Um, oh, yeah. Terrible. Um, <laughs> the closest thing I, I can do is I can play, like, hot cross buns on the recorder. That's like- <laughs> That's it. That's interesting. See, I, I throw it back to you now and go, well, how do you go about uh, learning, or you know, so many lines, you know, and, and being in pressure situations to to make sure that you you can do it right? How, how do you do that? Do you have a formula or is it come just natural to you when, when you do that? I've always had pretty good memory. And I think, um, you know, my parents are both lawyers and like growing up and like being around that and, you know, starting law school and studying for the LSAT and everything. I have a pretty good memory. Um, and I always have, but, um, I think the more you do it too, like the quicker the turnaround is because, and like the better you get at it because, um, like I used to audition like, you know, once a month. So I would really focus and like take my time learning the lines. But you know, the past couple of years I audition several times a week. So I have to learn the lines very, very quickly and I've just gotten really good at it. Um, and it actually helps because you don't 
fixate on one audition so much. Back in the day, I would, you know, go to an audition and because I had so few, I would, you know, wait by the phone for them to call me and wonder why they weren't calling me back and if I was terrible and, you know, way over analyzing it. But, um, you know, over the past couple of years, because I've had so many, you know, I do it. And the second I get out of the room, I focus on the next one and never, never look back, which makes it a lot easier. So if I get the call back or if I book the job, um, it's a pleasant surprise. And I, I don't, you know, worry about why I didn't get it. And, and how do you, you go about doing that? Do you have a, a, like an agent? And then with the agent process, you know, you watch Entourage, for example, and, you know, they're very, very close to their agent. You know, they're trying to book him the best. Just an example. But um, how did you go about doing that? Did the agent find you? Did you find them? How, how does that all work? Um, so I found um, my agent that I have currently. I've had several agents but one I've had um, for probably a decade now. And I think, like, the rapport is just so important. Yes. Um, and if you have, like, a connection on just, like, a basic human level, I think that works so much better than just people who you barely know trying to get you jobs. So my agent that I've had for the past 10 years, you know, I text them, they text me. We really go through, you know, which roles are right for me and if it's worth my time to audition and if it's worth their time to submit me. And, you know, if I have like a good chance at booking it or if they're just like, it, it works so much better than just, you know, throwing actors at the wall and seeing what sticks. So I've yeah. gotten very, very lucky that I have like a close personal relationship with um, my agents and it, it really does help with the booking process. And they really are, you know, are fighting for you, not just, from like a business standpoint, but like from like a friend standpoint. So um, that definitely helps. Because I have, uh, um, because you're saying that I have like a couple of inspiring actors uh, here in Australia and going, you know, they, they get their start here in Australia and then, you know, okay, let's go to the U S and it's like, it's this huge, fish in a pond you know (laughs) they're just this small minute person and they've got to start no matter what they've done here in the in australia they're pretty much starting from scratch in 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 hollywood yeah so you you were just lucky to to get that like even at the start and and, lucky that i got fault in our stars like pretty early on in my career because it was such a big film and such a great film um so i was very lucky um, doing that. But, you know, I, I experienced a lot of the same things because growing up, I was always like the big fish in a small pond, um, acting wise, because people in Pittsburgh are not actors. That's not really a thing that people do. Um, and in Virginia, you know, when I was in high school, like people weren't actors, but then I got out here and every single person was an actor. And, um, you definitely feel like a very small fish and you go to auditions and, when I would go to auditions in Pennsylvania, you know, there would be maybe 15 people in for the role. And here there were like 50, you know, so it's definitely, you definitely have that feeling and you, it does feel like you have to start from scratch. Yes. And the one good thing that I, I, I've been to um, LA and Hollywood a couple of times and and I want to get your opinion about it as well, is that I would go to a bar or I'd, um, you know, just go out and, and I'll be meeting these people and I could just sit at a bar, for example, and turn around and talk to the next person. And it's like, oh, you know what? Um, I'm from Detroit or I'm from, uh, you know, one of these small city, smaller cities. I'm just trying to make it. I, I want to be a makeup artist or I want to be a, a musician or I want to be an actor. And, and to me, uh, hearing about these stories and where they've come from and just having a go and just trying to sort of make it uh, in Hollywood to me is so inspiring. And I, and I want to get your opinion as well. Like you're, you're currently living in LA. Do you get that sort of vibe as well? Absolutely. I mean, it's definitely a transient city. So I don't know many LA natives. A lot of my close friends here are not from here. You're right. It is very inspiring because a lot of the people that I'm friends with or even just know, um, you know, left everything to pursue their dreams, you know, yes. away from their families, you know, didn't take the course that they were necessarily like supposed to take, didn't take that normal path 
to do something a little bit more outside of the box and um, that's not as normal in, in the town that they're from to, to pursue their dream. And I think that that's so cool and very inspiring. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And I have I have one friend. He's just like ever since I've known him, he he just wants to do this. You know, he will take any role. He will he will travel three hours, two or three hours to Sydney to to do like a you know just just any any sort of any sort of uh, ad or you know like a five second spot in, in a commercial. He he'll go and do it. You know, and to me that's so uplifting uh, and inspiring yeah I mean, to, to get far in this career or even to become a working actor you have to really want it because it is really really difficult I mean I've done the same thing I've you know traveled across the country been there for two hours to do a callback or whatever and then flown straight back it's definitely a lot of hustle so you have to really want it and I think the people who really do are so inspiring yes yes agreed um, now in saying that like how long can I ask how long you, you've lived in, in LA for? Yes, I've lived here for five years. Five years, okay. And so the pressures, the pressures of, of being in this sort of industry, how, how have you adapted to it? Like, um, you know, obviously with the media, you know, watching every sort of move. How do you adapt to that, to like the pressures of, of living, in, in, living in LA and then having. Uh, the, the career that you've chosen? You know, I think it is really hard, especially coming from Virginia and then Pennsylvania, where life is so different to coming yes. out. Um, it was definitely a, a huge transition at first, but I think having like a good core group of people around you just make it so much easier. The ones that, you know, obviously support what you're doing, but, you know, don't buy into the hype, don't criticize, don't care. You know, I love that. And I think... Yes yourself with good people really keeps you level-headed it, it takes you out of um of this crazy world and um and just keeps you down to earth and i love it and i have such great people around me and i have such a great family and such great friends and um you know i feel so lucky to have that yeah that's great and is your family still in uh, virginia at the moment they are in Virginia, and this is the longest that I've ever gone without seeing them. Because oh, wow. And, and uh, sorry, sorry. And, and tell me about growing up in uh, Virginia. Did you say D.C.? Yes. Tell me about, tell me about uh, growing up in that area. Um, I haven't been to Virginia. I've been to, you know, quite a few places in, in L.A. Uh, sorry, the U.S.A., but... Tell us a little bit about growing up there and, and what was it like? Yeah, so I mean, I actually loved growing up in D.C. It's, um, you know, a different vibe from L.A., but it's definitely a very fast-paced vibe, and it's a pretty big city. Um, I absolutely love that, and politics-based, which is cool, and I, I love politics. I was actually a White House intern when I was in college, so I am very into politics. So I liked growing up in that environment. Um yes. And like I said, very fast-paced, big city, just like here. So um, even though it is a different vibe, it is it, it was it was good coming from a big city to going to a big city. That's great. That's great. And uh, let's talk about that. So um, I've saw I saw a few pictures uh, on your Instagram, and it says that you worked at the White House. I did. How how did that all come about? That is an amazing experience. Yes, that was an amazing experience, and it's actually the craziest story. So um, after my sophomore year of college, I all of my friends were getting internships, and I hadn't gotten one. I didn't even think to get one yet, and I was feeling very panicked, and I was looking through Time Magazine, and they had a list of uh, the top 10 best internships to get, and I applied for every single one of them, and um, the White House called me back and wow. uh, like a Skype interview and a phone interview. And then they had me come in for an actual interview. And um, they asked me to advise the president on foreign policy if I had 30 seconds. And wow. I was out of the interview, my dad picked me up and I was crying in the car because I was like, I think I blew it. I don't even know what I said. I was so nervous. And, um, and they called me later that day and said that I got it. And I was, I was very shocked. <laughs> My God, that's amazing. Yeah. And 
And at the, at the time, it was uh, President Obama? It was Obama, yes. Yes. In my opinion, I mean, uh, we, we get bombarded by the, the American media here in Australia. I really think that he did a good job. People have their, their doubts about him, but uh, in my opinion, I, I think he did a very good job from where he, when he first started. He had to clean up a lot of, <laughs> um, you know, to where he left the country. Um, do you have an opinion on that? Yes, I, mean, I think he did a great job. I think he is a very poised human. I think he is the most incredible. I just try to take notes because I think he's just so incredible. Yes. Um, that, but yeah, I, I think that I, I mean, my experience was nothing but amazing. Yeah, right. And <laughs> um, maybe maybe don't want to come out on this, but what about the, the current uh, president, the Trump? Uh, do you have an opinion on, on Mr. Trump? <laughs> well, I think, you know, everybody has their opinions. I think yeah, he right. is such an incredibly hard job that, um, you know, I, I don't know. And seeing it firsthand, I, I would well, never want the job. Yes. So I, you could not pay me enough to take that role, so... It's very, it's very easy to, you know, they're a very easy target to say, you know, to criticize. But, yeah. you know, I think they're doing a, quite a good job in that sort of situation. So, um, so let's go back to your movies and your TV. Do you prefer movies or do you prefer TV uh, on stage, like drama? What do you prefer? What is your preference? You know, I always thought that I wanted to do movies, but after having done a series, I would much prefer a series because you're on it for longer and there's more of a rapport between like the cast and the crew and um, you get more acclimated to the location, you know, so um, you become a little bit closer with your castmates and everything just feels more natural and everything flows a little bit more smoothly when you're on a TV show. Also, yeah. it's like the closest thing. I, I like like a schedule. I like having a schedule um, and it's, you know, pretty close to a nine to five job for by by entertainment standards so um I, I really like that it's not like you know three months on location and then you're back to looking for a job it's a, a little bit more long term and you know you work like a five day week schedule and i i like that a lot yeah right and i, I wanted to bring up uh like you have you have uh, quite a long list of, of tv series that you've been a part of uh sons of thunder uh, the Adventures of the Velvet uh, Prozac, uh, but the one that I, the one that stood out and one that I'm a big fan of is Veep, uh, the HBO series Veep. H how did that all come about? Did did you uh, can you tell me like uh, about that experience? Yes, you know I am a big fan of Veep. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> and I, I just think it's so brilliantly written and so well done. So actually, when I was on Veep, I had the flu. Oh no. No, it was it was awful because like I'm a fan. Like I'm a, I'm actually like a fan of the show. I love I love it. And when I got there, I was like in my trailer and I was like, okay, M, you gotta act like everything's okay because you're on beep, so you cannot like everyone <laughs> think that you are sick. So I would just be like sitting in my trailer, like willing myself not to like feel bad anymore. <laughs> um, it was a great experience. Everybody on the show is just so fabulous and. Um, mm so talented and so funny and yeah i i love watching that show and i loved being on that show did you get a chance to um talk to julia louis dreyfus did i did yes and um and also gary cole who's like one of my favorite actors growing nice. up i think he's just so great and so talented yes so i got to um interact with both of them and also anna chlumsky i had a scene with her and she's you know, absolutely great and so talented in one of my favorite movies when I was growing up as well. So, um, yeah, the whole experience was just phenomenal. That's great. I I just like even go back further with, with Seinfeld. You know, it's one of my favorite. I can just I can watch a Seinfeld, you know, episode now and still laugh at it. You know, and it's like nearly 25 years old, you know. Um, but I just think the Veep one as well. Um, it's just continuing to go on like i thought it was going to be a short term but now they're like maybe six or seven seasons into it I and mean, that's and like it... julie dreyfus has had such an amazing career like her uh, career is exactly what i want to have because she's had like three major series yes. and i mean that's unheard of in hollywood you know it's it's insane if you get two and she's yeah. had 
be big series and you know huge movies like Christmas Vacation like classics so um her career is just incredible I just saw actually recently uh, before that all got shut down her uh, movie with Will Ferrell um <laughs> a comedy of course um so yeah she's doing a, a great job uh, I'm big fan big fan of uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus um so yeah, let's getting back into the movie. So, abduction was your first one. Uh, so, let's talk about fault, uh, fault in the star, uh, in the stars. Like this was huge when it came out. Uh, very, very, um, you know, not any in the US, but in Australia. And I, I remember watching it, and it was like, I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> but my God, a tearjerker. How yeah. did that all? How did that all come about with your part as well? And um, t- tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, you know, it was a very weird thing in my life because it was the, I auditioned for it the week that I had my law school orientation, and I thought that the law school orientation was going to be something that was going to change my life. I was going to go to law school, and that was the path I was going to be on. And then this audition that I went to after my orientation ended up changing my life completely. Um, but yes, I auditioned after my law school orientation for (laughs) like girl and I got called back for Monica, who was Nat Wolf's girlfriend in the film. And I ended up booking it and I had no idea how big this movie was. So I got off the phone with my agent and she was like, you know, um, this is pretty big. And I was like, really? And she was like, oh yeah, it's like really big. And I was like, oh, okay. I guess I should like read the book. So I remember going to Barnes and Noble and I asked the guy, I was like, oh, you know, do you have this book, Fault in Our Stars? And he took me to this section and they had like t-shirts and necklaces and calendars. And I was like, wait, okay, I think this is like a big deal. I think this movie might be like big. (laughs) And um, it was honestly the greatest experience of my entire life. And and like the the cast and crew, it just seemed, you know, that they... It worked so well, um, and, and like like for them to be able to play like someone that that is dying as well, it just it just you could just feel that it was very it felt very natural. Do you do you have a do you agree with that? I completely agree. I think Ansel Elgort gave the performance of a lifetime. I think he is absolutely fabulous in that movie. I think Shailene is fabulous in that movie. I think you love the characters so much you just fall in love with Augustus Waters and feel Hazel Grace's pain um, yes John Green is a brilliant writer and I think Josh our director did such a great job bringing it to life the soundtrack is perfect the colors are perfect the mood I mean I think that movie is absolutely perfect I think yeah. it is a masterpiece Agreed. You can laugh, you can cry, you can be angry, you can be sad. <laughs> oh, oh. I feel for, like every demographic, because when I first did it, people were like, oh, it's going to be a chick flick. But then, you know, a lot of my guy friends ended up loving it. And my grandparents went to see it. My parents love it. You know, like all of these different demographics. I was like looking in the um, in the theater one day and I was like, you know, there are people of like every age. There are guys and girls. It's a date movie. It's a it's a girls' night out movie. It's it's everything. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. And and let's go. Sorry, let's go back to that. You're saying that your your parents. So I've noticed on on your Instagram that you're very very close to your mum and dad. And uh, say with me, very very close. Um, so were they like big influences on you starting that were they you know very very encouraging were they trying to steer you into law like i do believe you said before that they were both they both work in law so were they trying to steer you in that path or they were just happy to whatever makes you happy they have been extremely supportive the entire way i think at the beginning because it was so out of the box they definitely wanted me to have a fallback plan in case it didn't work because it is you know, it is a long shot, and especially when you come from Virginia, and it's definitely not something that people pursue often. Um, at, at the beginning, they definitely wanted me to have a fallback plan, and are both lawyers. They didn't really push me into law. I, um, it was just something that I was around. And when you graduate from college and you don't really know what you want to do with your life, I was like, this seems like the natural next step. Yes. Um, just I'd grown up around it, but. Um, Yes, when I did drop out on my lunch break, I 
told my mom and then I was like, can you tell dad for me? Cause I don't want him to <laughs> <laughs> She had to tell my dad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're, 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 the, they're the scary ones uh, with, with the father, but uh, you know, uh, I was had something a little bit similar. It was like, um, I, I ended up moving to, to Shanghai um, in China uh, to do a, a, a to do work there and it's like to tell dad it was like uh yeah i'm gonna move to shanghai what (laughs) yes i was fortunate enough to have gotten my mom's voicemail so i dropped out on my lunch break and i was like hey mom it's em just want to let you know i dropped out of law school and (laughs) hope you get this message soon (laughs) and and what was your what, what was your father's response you know at first he um was a little skeptical but um well first when he saw like how successful the movie was so it's like you know this is going to be huge go to barnes and noble they've got calendars so you know it's going to be big um but he uh he's very supportive now and um they've been great they have they're the best people in the entire world and they've been so supportive every step of the way even though i have like this crazy lifestyle that's not really the norm right and did you follow any sort of sporting teams um, there as well? I've noticed that you've been to, you know, the NFL, like the the football over in in the US as well. Yes, I mean I love the Steelers. So mm-hmm. I went to school in Pittsburgh. Everybody in Pittsburgh is just diehard Steelers fans. So you're kind of <laughs> a Steelers fan, but I love the camaraderie of the city, and I love how passionate they are about their team, and um, it's such a fun place to go to any kind of game to go to a pirates game to go to yes it is just a whole nother level of passion and pittsburgh sports are just the best i absolutely love them and and also uh one of the things that i noticed uh, in the u.s is the major league sports yeah yeah it's it's really cool the professional athletes they're they're on the big dollars but what i found interesting was that the colleges, uh, the college sort of sport, sporting, is more popular. Like I would go into a bar and they'd have like ten or twelve different screens, and they'd be all categorized into what university they went to. And that yeah. was so, that was so passionate as well. So did you have that same vibe with your university? Yeah, I mean, I like sports weren't huge at my school, but I definitely love college sports, especially college basketball. And it's it's such a shame this year that there's no March Madness because I get so into that and doing the bracket. Right. It's so much fun. And, um, and you know, obviously that's not happening this year. And that's something I, I really miss. I was actually just telling my parents how much I, I'm missing that this year. But, um, yeah, college sports are a big deal because people are so passionate about their school. And it's nice to see. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not 100% sure, but they don't get paid any money, like any salary, right? Uh, like they're not on big contracts, the the university students. No. Mm-mm. So, and that's the sort of like the big debate that, you know, um, whether they should be paid or, you know, that I think that's, that's, that's a, such a good thing that they all have to go to college and then they get drafted into the major league. They don't do that here in Australia. And then, when they go into like a like a like a professional sport, then when they finish their career, what do they fall back on? So it's a bit like your parents as well, <laughs> you know. What well, are, what are you? So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like with the US, it's a great sort of setup how they, you know, you have to go to college to to then go into the major leagues just in case you know if something does happen, you get an injury or something. So. In my opinion, that's a great. But I just thought that it was so great that they were so passionate about their university and their sports as well. Did you uh, were you a part of like the, the cheer squad, or did you go? Uh, you just supported your university. Yeah, I mean, sports weren't like huge at my school. Um, I was a cheerleader, like I was a competitive cheerleader growing up, but um, I wasn't in college. But I was in a sorority in college and. I um I had a really good time. It was a it was a very small school, but it was right in the middle of the city, so I really liked that feel because it was like a campus in the city, so it wasn't too urban, but um it was de- it definitely had had aspects of that. So 
it was kind of the best of both worlds. And I absolutely loved where I went to school and I fell in love with the city of Pittsburgh. It has so much character and um, it feels very homey to me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's interesting with Pittsburgh. I've never been there. So I'm now it's on my list of <laughs> next time I go over there, it's, it's on my list to, to do it. When's the best time to go there? Is it in summertime, wintertime? I like the fall there. Um, it's like football season, so everybody's, you know, obviously very into that, and it's gorgeous, and it's not too cold yet, and, um, you know, the city's so pretty. It has so many rivers and bridges, and it's very picturesque, so um, it has a lot of character. It's a great city. Excellent. And speaking of which, with traveling, I saw on your Instagram again um, that you've been to New Zealand. Is that correct? Actually, New Zealand, out of um, all of the places that I've ever been, is my favorite place ever so far. Wow. Why is that? I think it is gorgeous. Um, it's probably the prettiest place I've ever been. And the yes. people were friendly, great wildlife, very adventurous people, which I really like, very into extreme sports and things like that. So I, I had the best time. We did um, Australia, New Zealand. Oh, you did, you did Australia as well. That was my next question. Have yes. you been to Australia? I have. So we did that in like one trip. We took, you know, a couple of weeks and did that whole loop and it was absolutely fantastic. I would love to go back to Australia. I actually auditioned for a show that was going to film in Australia and that was part of the reason I wanted it. I was like, I just want to go back to Australia because it's amazing. All right. Well, we seem to be getting uh, quite some big movies now. We've got studios in uh, Universal Studios in Brisbane, and uh, you know we've got studios set up in, in Sydney as well. So, I think the reason why they're coming down there is because it's a little bit cheaper um, yeah. to, to 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 make. So uh, the investors are sort of you know wanting to come down here. So. Tell, tell us about your, your experiences in Australia. Did you, How long did you stay for and what cities did you go to? We went to Brisbane. This has been a while now, but we went to Brisbane okay. and um, we stayed for about two weeks and it was just, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, so, so beautiful. Um, did you get, did you get to pat a koala? Yes, I got to hold a koala and I'm like obsessed with baby koalas. Like I want one so bad, like half. <laughs> quarantine i've spent watching baby koala videos but um i absolutely love them and um yes it was like we did all of like the australia things we saw like the kangaroos and like yes. we did lines and you know we did the zorbing and um you know all that kind of stuff so it was it was fun we had such a good time so with the with the cliche um like with everybody uh, not everybody but some of the people in the u.s have this whole cliche that uh, they see all the documentaries about Australia and it's like, oh, with the spider, you've got all the spiders down there and you've got all the deadliest snakes down there. And then, you know, I was telling people, you know, just as a joke that uh, there's kangaroos jumping around everywhere in the streets and, and they're like, oh, really? Oh, wow, that's that's amazing. And it's like, no, it's not true. <laughs> that's not true. So, uh, what was your what was the reason to come to Australia like in the first place was it was it was it always on your mind or was just hey let's go to Australia and New Zealand it was just um, it was actually just, you know for fun for vacation yeah um, never been so it was a good place to, to go and experience and um, I loved to travel my mom um, worked for an airline while I was growing up so I traveled nice. Um, we always flew standby, so I could always just hop on a flight. I would often just like go to an airport and pick a city once I was there to go to. So um, it was kind of like the dream travel situation. Um, oh. So we got to, got to do a lot of traveling. And where, where else have you been to, just quietly? Um, so I've been to a, many places in Europe. Um, you know, I, I've, I've been to a, a lot of places. Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, everywhere in the Caribbean. Mm. Um, I've been to every state except for alaska so oh. making that my mission to get to alaska shortly just so i can cross it off the list and say um you know that i've been been everywhere in the that's, United a, that's a lot of traveling and, and uh getting back to to living in la is that somewhere that you're you're comfortable living now uh, a, you know a, a do you have plans to go somewhere else or you know la is now your base um yeah i mean la is pretty much my base now. Um, I never thought I would be here for as long as I 
I was when I first came out here. I just got a sublease for like a month and I, I thought that was going to be it for me. And then I would go back to the East coast, but I just fell in love with it and um, made friends pretty easily. And uh, it's just become my new home. And there's so much to do here that LA is one of the few cities in the United States that never gets boring. Like yes. I've been five years and there are still things that I haven't done, still places that I haven't gone and like great restaurants, great. I mean, everything that's like big will come to LA one of the first places so like any concert or any store or pop-up shop or whatever always comes here first and i really like that i, I tell you what, yeah that's exactly what i did <laughs> in la you just like what's on in la and it's just pages and pages and pages of, of just different things to do and you know i also think that uh having someone there in the city as with all cities if you have someone there that's a bit of a local that's been there for a while can take you to the, the right places, you know. I just, I was the same. I just fell in love with LA. And I really want to, just like you with Australia, I'd really like to get back to LA. And uh, actually, I did plan. Speaking of which, I, I did plan to uh, go to LA two days before the lockdown uh, in the US. Uh, I got a cheap flight. I got a cheap flight. I was set to go on the fourth of February to see my friend uh, Yasam. Yeah, and then on the 2nd of February, it was like, okay, if you've been in China in the last two weeks, you're not allowed to come into the country. And it's like, ah, <laughs> damn it. I'll get there eventually, but yeah, end up flying back, end up flying back home. So yeah, it was just such a shame. And then looking, like you said, looking at uh, all the things to do, there was so many things to do, and now they're all just shut down, shut down. So yeah, it's very time to be here anyway you're not missing anything right now yeah right <laughs> yeah that's true that's true it would have had yeah it would have been in isolation <laughs> so so i just wanted to uh, uh get back to uh one more one more movie um uh, american uh, pastoral that was yeah. recently um so tell us a little bit about that again so lots of pictures on there i haven't seen it yet i tried to download it like yesterday <laughs> um so can you tell us a little bit about that yeah, so it's based off of a book um, that's very, very good. And it was really cool because it was Ewan McGregor's directorial debut. And I right. was such a huge fan of Ewan's. Um, growing up, he was in some of my favorite movies, just like Big Fish, and you know, he was Obi-Wan Kenobi, and he's been in so many of my favorite, favorite movies, Train Spotting, all of those. And it was honestly a dream to work with him because he was, you know, both directing and starring in it. So I got to see him in two different roles. And it was the most inspiring thing I've ever seen in my life because he was truly like a one-man show. He was, you know, I, I don't know how you direct and star in a film. I feel like it is so difficult, and he did it flawlessly, and um, it was an all-star cast. I mean, it had Jennifer Connelly. It had to go to Fanning. Um, it was it was uh, Rupert Evans. I mean, it was, it was an amazing cast and a really good story very deep very interesting and a very very good movie mm, yeah right how do you how do you, you know, like you walk in there and you see all these famous celebrities how do, how do you adapt to that you know come on okay let's stay professional <laughs> um with some people it's really really hard and i think once you're around it more it's it becomes a little bit easier like before and i i, I definitely started with you know, my biggest crush, which was like Taylor Lautner in the height of twilight. So I right. felt like that I could probably handle everything, um, yes. anything that was thrown my way. But, you know, it definitely does take some getting used to because, you know, I look up and I'm like, oh my God, so be one Kenobi. Oh my God. You know, wait, Emily, act, act normal, you know, <laughs> and they like introduce themselves and they're like, hey, I'm Ewan. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know your whole backstory. I know everything about you, you know? Um, <laughs> come off like that kind of like major creep so um it definitely takes some getting used to but um you know i think practice makes it perfect with that okay that's great uh, so 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 let's sort of uh, ra wrap it up here um so what is the what is the the future hold for for emily um do you want to go into more of a directing role in the future T tell us a little bit about that. What is the future for Emily? You know, I would love to, per to 
continue to pursue acting for a little while longer. But, you know, later on down the line, I would love to direct. And I okay. think it makes you a better actor when you know how to direct and vice versa. So it's definitely a role that I would love to, to do um, at some point. But, you know, right now I'm really happy with the acting stuff. And, um, you know, it's fun and it's truly my dream. Yeah, right. Is it, is it like directing in the future, acting, no law, no law work, in, or just like that's just like an absolute backup? Or you know, I I don't know. I mean, I have so many interests that it's hard to say like what yes. I'll true I'll like decide to pursue on down the line. But um, you know, it's definitely still in the cards. But right now, I really I really like the entertainment stuff. I wanted to ask you, um, you know, even with the coronavirus, uh, sort of within this period, uh, what do you have coming up uh, in the future, like, like for roles? So I actually got cast in a role in a show. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is yet. Um, right before this hit, I'm supposed to be filming it actually now. Um, but everything kind of came to a screeching halt. So I don't know, um, you know, when we're going to be picking that back up, but. Okay, that's great. So, Emily, is there anything that you uh, – so to finish off, is there anything that you would like to promote, uh, like social media or any upcoming events? Yeah, I mean, I'm on all social media platforms. Um, my Instagram is at emilypeachy underscore. Um, not any events at the moment, just because I'm <laughs> not in the world. But, yes, I am on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Uh, all right, so make sure everybody uh, that you're checking out uh, Emily's photos. She's got a bunch of photos on Instagram, and you, you can make sure that you can uh, keep up to date with Emily with all her movies and uh, even not just her movie, just everyday life <laughs> as well. Thank you very much, Emily. Uh, I know you're a super, super busy girl, and I uh, really, really do appreciate your time. Uh, make sure that you put Australia on your list uh, to come back here, uh, to come back <laughs> in the future. Yeah, good luck with uh, getting getting that, that role uh, in Australia as well. Try and make yeah. a holiday out of it. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. No worries. And uh, good luck with, with all, the, all the future. And, um, you know, this is the reason why I, I like doing this podcast, you know, it's inspiring people like you that, you know, have started out, you know, and then you've worked your butt off. And, um, you know, actually, one more thing that I forgot to ask is um, what tips would you give to inspiring actors that, that want to go in your career path? Don't get discouraged. It is so easy in this business to get discouraged. And, um, you know, your break will come, your time will come. Um, so many no's before you get a yes and just keep your head up be persistent be persistent definitely yeah right all right emily thank you very much again have a great day really oh. appreciate your time all right thank you so much for having me no worries bye for now all right bye-bye